Next Chapter Podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On podcast series at Next Chapter Podcasts. My guest today is Bobby Moreno, an actor and musician who happens to be playing the title character in the Play On podcast series, Henry V. His performance is gripping, unapologetic, and raw. You might even say gritty just like the streets of New York City, where Bobby pounds the pavement going from gig to gig, making quite a name for himself, especially for a kid from Texas. Bobby Moreno, welcome to Next Chapter Podcast and the Play On Podcast bonus content series for Henry V. Hey, Michael, thanks for having me, man. That's that's, that's some intro. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it might be a little softer than uh, what people are expecting. I'm not really that gritty in person. Well, you know, uh, New York isn't as gritty as it used to be, so that's in keeping with uh, the times. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 16 handles all over the place. That's right. But how did you uh, end up in New York? You started out in Austin, Texas. Is that right? Is that where you were born? No, I traveled quite a bit um, in my early life. I was born in uh, Washington State. My dad was in the Army there, and that's where uh -huh. him and my mom met. And um, then I moved back and forth between New York and Texas for a bit until I was in junior high. That's when I moved to Austin. And, uh -huh. and I lived there, and I went to school in San Marcos for college at Texas State University. Okay. And, and then I came back to New York when I was like 21, and I moved in with my dad because my dad was from New York. Aha. Uh -huh. So, so New York has always been a part of your life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Long Island, not the city. Uh, what part of Long Island? Uh, Elmont, right by the racetrack. What racetrack? I, I don't know about the racetrack. Oh, there's a, there's a racetrack out there called Belmont Racetrack, where they have the, the Belmont Stakes. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's, so it's right over the border of Queens. It's like the, the first or second town into Nassau County. Did you go to the horse races? Often. That's actually a story... My dad was very fond of telling when I started school in kindergarten, he was sitting outside the classroom with me and uh, <laughs> I was I was reading and the teacher came up and she's like, oh, oh my goodness, he can read already. My dad was like really proud. He's like, yeah, she's like, what's he reading? And I was picking horses from his from his racing form. <laughs> and she was just like, oh, OK, <laughs> you were his bookie. I, I really could pick them. And then once I started putting my own money on him, I lost every time. Ah, uh, you see, that's like people who advise other people on like where to invest in stock market stuff and make other people rich and then end up with nothing themselves. That's right. Once the stakes were up for me, then I, you know, I was a, a born loser. But when I was playing with other people's money, 
okay, uh, you learned how to read by betting on horses. That's, 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 that's right. A, that's a great. <laughs> it's just a great story. I'm, I'm I'm just curious about this because you're a, you're what you know affectionately people refer to as or call base brat, right? Like somebody who goes from base, a, a kid who went from base to base as a kid. No, no, no. So my dad actually dropped out of the military. Like he oh. he finished his his term and then he stopped, and that's when we left. Okay. So he was he, he was not much for authority. Uh huh. You know, which in the army is a problem. <laughs> yes. And and so he decided to leave, and he ended up being uh for that period of time in New York, he owned a bar out on Long Island. Oh. Much was, difference. So I wasn't raised around army bases. I was raised around racetracks and cars. You know, that is perfect for Henry V. Your upbringing and, and, and uh, Henry V's sort of early days, There's there are a lot of parallels there. I, I th Lloyd, who Lloyd saw who did the, the translation, me and him go way back. And I, I think he knows somewhat of of my reputation in the theater world which was not unlike henry uh i was i was a problem child for a long time mm. and then and then around the time i met my wife i got my act together cleaned up my act it's amazing how marriage and children just kind of whip of a young man into shape isn't it <laughs> yeah it's like i'm a completely different person and I I don't regret anything from my past. I think it made me who I am. And I think the struggles in changing a lot like Henry, like you learn a lot when you have to change yourself that dramatically in order to take on a new position in life. And it also allows you grace in moments that you might not have if everything had come so easy to you. Mm -hmm. And and so I think Lloyd, I think he knew that. And I think that was one of the reasons that they had asked me originally to to perform this role with them is because it is part of my story. Like I, I have undergone a, undergone a pretty radical transformation in, in the past decade. So you say that you and Lloyd went go way back. Lloyd saw the translator of, of Henry V. Where did that relationship begin and how? At EST. What is EST? Oh, EST is Ensemble Studio Theater. So it's um, this membership theater in Hell's Kitchen and home to a bunch of wonderful writers and directors and actors. And that's pretty much where I started my off-Broadway career. I did my first show there was, I think, in 07 or 08 as part of um, their marathon that they, that they used to do every year. Now, it might be biannual. I'm not sure. Everything's a little wonky coming back from the pandemic. But that was my home base. Mm -hmm. And and I was able to do a couple of really wonderful shows there. In fact, uh, most of the the people in my band, we all met at EST. Some of them who are in Henry, uh, Steve Boyer, Jeff Beal are in the band. And so it was just my home base. And it, it was some place that I grew up as an artist, but also, you know, had my share of troubles and had my share of uh, rowdy, rowdy stories and what have you. Probably not fit for podcasts. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. We, we just put that nice E for explicit oh. on, on the uh, on the key, the, the tab, whatever you want to call it. Whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever young folk today are calling those things that you press on in order to hear your audio. We put an E there. So 
you can tell us anything you want. Take us to East Cheap, my friend. This is Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On podcast series. I hope you're enjoying this conversation with the creatives behind the scenes. To listen to the full interview, join the Play On supporting cast for just $5 a month, which by the time you hear this might be less than you'll pay for a gallon of gas. You'll get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. You'll also enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series. Subscribe today for $5 a month. Join the cast. Go to ncpodcast.com and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Next Chapter Podcasts.